This is Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan Proft and Amy Jacobson on AM560, The Answer. Top of the morning, Dan and Amy. It's closing arguments week on Morning Answer. Local, state, federal races. Uh, we've talked to a number of candidates and sure have. Uh, trying to get people to focus in on state legislative races here, too. Nothing changes in Illinois if you don't change the balance of power in the General Assembly, period, full stop. And so electing more suburban Democrats or continuing to reelect Democrats in the suburbs is just reinforcing Mike Madigan's control of the state. I don't know why people don't get that. So you independent goo-goo Democrats who think you're independent goo-goo Democrats, you're voting for your, Mad- your, your locally licensed Madigan roll call vote, then you're voting for Mike Madigan, and you're not who you say you are. It's just that simple. All right. Uh, for more on this topic, uh, a Republican incumbent from Lombard who is facing a strong challenge from a Madigan finance Democrat, you know, one of those Madigan finance Democrats that's gotten – North Millions. of a million and a half bucks so far, Tara Costa Howard. Uh, he is Peter Breen, state representative, House Republican floor leader. Peter, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Hey, glad to be here, guys. Thanks so much. Uh, before we get to the dreariness of Illinois politics, um, I understand you have a big announcement that transcends politics oh. that you're going to uh, unfurl on our show. And so why don't you do that? Well, and, and this was something that uh, we had we had uh, we had gotten a. Uh, I mean, many many folks know, you know, we weren't able to have kids, and so we were parents uh, wonderfully by adoption a little over two years ago to our little guy Matthew, and uh, we had recently reengaged the process, and we got that wonderful call that you're always waiting for about mid midweek last week, and uh, we were told, hey, come and get uh, your new baby, and so we yeah we went, and uh, the next day we were we were off out of state. Uh, we were there all weekend uh, with our new little guy and uh, just got back late Monday night uh, with uh, little James Francis. So uh, James Francis Breen. Beautiful baby boy. Very good. Oh, congratulations. congratulations. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Thank you. How's, uh, uh, how's your first? Yeah, how's your first son responding to the new addition? Uh, he, he, is, he was already he's already a two year old. So that's right. uh, well, that's bad enough. But now he is. Uh, there, there's a little more going on there, and I, 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 no one quite warned me about that. Uh, yeah. Maybe not quite to the extent that uh, you know, little little Matthew was. Uh, you know, he, he's he's the apple of our eye, but boy, he's uh, yeah, he, he he likes all the attention. So yeah, well, it's, puts it's a, been a lot of fun. He's puts like, the, hey, who's this new addition, and when are we going to return him? Puts the election in perspective. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, I do hope well, adopt. Hey, yeah, I, I imported an Illinoisan. So. Yeah, yeah. I do uh, hope adoption works out better for your family than it did for my parents. Uh, oh, I was. Uh, they, Dan was adopted, and then your parents became pregnant. So your sister's what, six months older than you? right? And then no, I'm eight months. You got it reversed. What? I'm eight months older than her. Okay, excuse me. Uh, but uh, yeah, they um, they tried to return me, but there's a strict no return policy, and so that's what saved me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, Peter, let's talk a little politics, because I understand, despite uh, being so happy to have your second child, a nice uh, family that you have, um, I understand that you and Mark Batnick and suburban Republicans are um, pro-pedophile and pro or, and against, oh, yeah. against funding rape kits. I just saw an ad against Mark Batnick uh, on the GN Morning News while we were doing the show. 
to that effect. And, and frankly, one of the few times that the Chicago press corps has paid attention to the character assassination that's going on at the hands of Mike Madigan's money through uh, suburban Democrats, uh, there, was a, there was actually a fact check CBS did on an ad that your opponent was running against you to that effect. And here's oh, here Derek Blakely reporting. She's the Democrat running against conservative Republican state representative Peter Breen. And in her ad, Costa Howard levels this shocking charge. And he stands with Republican insiders who backed a politician accused of repeatedly preying on young girls. That's false. The result of lousy reasoning. So what, what about that? As you're in district and people are seeing this uh, garbage on TV, the most scurrilous and baseless allegations against people like you and Mark Batnick and Tom Morrison and Amy Grant and every other suburban Republican. What's the reaction in district? Do people get that this is just, you know, number one, beyond the pale, number two, preposterous? Well, you know, I'll tell you, you, you have to make that case to folks. I think they're willing to hear it as, as, as long as you're willing to swing back, and, you know, really pound on it. I, you know, we, we've taken that, uh, you know, the, the, the Derek Blakely piece, you know, and, and because they so overextended you know, in trying to connect me to, you know, these, these sorts of vile allegations, uh, you know, we, we then use it to, to, uh, to strike back. But, you know, the problem is, you know, everybody says they don't like negative advertising, but we're, we're told by the political scientists it works. Yeah. And, and you see, in, you know, in other races and other places uh, that stuff like this does work. So it, it's really a sad commentary. Uh, but what you have to do, I mean, you, you just fight back. And, and you know, it, the, the, the one silver lining is because these things are so outrageous, folks are, if you're willing to swing back, they are willing to get outraged for you. Um, I have to tell you, when I first saw that ad from my opponent, you know, I, I'm just, I guess I'm so used to, you know, every, I mean, I, I sit there on the House floor all day, you know, it, it's, right. you listen to a lot of trash uh, coming across uh, uh, from folks. And so I was like, oh, great, they're going to connect me to that. Uh, it, I just was like, oh, okay. Other people were offended for me because I was sitting there going, Ugh, you know, whatever. And, uh, you know, but then we were able to, able to come back at it pretty hard. And so that, I don't think folks are going to make the decision based on that. Yeah, you would think, too. I mean, since everybody is understandably skeptical of Illinois politicians, just sort of as a matter of course, you would think they'd be skeptical of the things Illinois politicians are saying and, you know, and scratch below the surface a little bit before just accepting something they see uh, in a 30 second spot or a mail piece at their uh, at their door. Um, but I guess we're going to see on Tuesday. Well, and, and that's that's the thing. So on, on our campaign, what we've tried to do because everyone presumes that you're always lying as a politician, and actually it's not a terrible assumption when you're dealing with politicians to you know, look at it with a skeptical eye, we've tried on our side to be very, very precise, very narrowly targeted, talking specifically about Madigan control of my opponents, you know, the money flowing, and then talking about a history of tax increases on my opponents, you know, raising property taxes eight times. Uh, being in favor of general statewide income tax or income and other tax increases that she won't specify. And it's, you know, that, that's why we've been trying to be very precise because folks say, well, why aren't you doing the same thing? And, and, and you know, so we can point back and say, no, we're not. Here are the, the few very particular allegations we're making, and here's the facts to back them up. Uh, what's the number one concern among your constituents when you're out there campaigning? Well, number one that I hear every single day when I knock on doors, someone is uh, – the, the homeowner I'm talking to is building a home in Tennessee, 
their neighbor moved to St. John's, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kids have gone to college out of state, and they're not coming back. So really, it, it's the sort of thing. And, and even for folks that that are in a good enough spot, you know, that there's no, you know, they're not going to move, or they don't have any reason to move. Their family's here, and they've got good financial stability. It, it doesn't help to have your neighbors, your friends, and and family members leaving. And so, you know, that 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 is probably number one. And that that to me is. Uh, that has always been one of my primary drivers is trying to reverse this terrible outflow of people from the state, which, which some of the Democrats uh, in Springfield, they will refuse to even admit it's occurring because because it's it's an it's a shocking and and terrible indictment of their destruction of the state under Mike Maddox. And why do people tell you they're leaving? What's the uh, what's the recurring reason? You know, it, it, property taxes is number one. Uh, so that's something where, you know, again, it, it's, it's either young families can't really get a start here or they're uh, folks who are, you know, the kids are now, you know, it used to be when the kids were out of college and weren't coming home and all that, then folks would move to Florida or what have it's, it's moved back to uh, the kids are now out of high school. As soon as that last one clears high school, we're out. And it's even, I mean, and, and then others are just saying, I, I don't care where the kids are in school. We're pulling them. We're moving somewhere else. We just can't afford this. And, and then, so that's number one, but, but it's also number two is, a generalized sense of disgust with the state government. I mean, it just, just, I'm tired of the corruption. My, my own brother-in-law, we put him in a U-Haul, he and his wife and a beautiful little two-year-old little girl who was Matthew's best play buddy, you know, his little cousin. Uh, they lived in Carroll Stream. They are now, uh, they've now moved out west. And so uh, he said, I don't see a future for myself and my family here. And he just said, enough, I don't want this. And uh, and that, that sense of disgust is 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 also having that is a strong undercurrent uh, along with the property taxes. Mm. All right. So what are you going to do this final week to try and get oh. people to vote? Because I know there's some people who are lackadaisical during the midterm elections. I, I hear you. And, and it's, uh, you know, what we're doing is, is knocking on doors. I'm, I'm, I am sitting here, actually, I'm outside the, the College Avenue train station in Wheaton. Oh, uh, sure. I'm talking to folks this morning. Yeah. And I, I mean, the Democrats are spending, it is going to be north of $2 million by the end of this, where with the, the, the rate of their spending on this, which is outrageous. It's over $100 per vote that you need to win. Uh, and so we are just staying on our message, very, very precise, very targeted, uh, you know, because we, we can't spend anywhere near as much, but we can be just as targeted uh, as anything. And, and you know, we're doing a lot of stuff online. You know, everybody goes on the Facebook, you know, as a lot of our voters do. And so we are we're just doing all of that, you know, kind of turn it up, uh, you know, crank it up a little more, um, you know, and, and that's that's that. You know, I'm not getting any sleep anyway, uh, so you know, sure, right, so, uh, might as well work, right? Yeah, yeah, get out around feedings and whatnot. Um, uh, yeah. Frame the choice, frame the choice on Tuesday for voters in your district, and really by extension, voters in DuPage County and the Collar counties. Sure, sure. I, I mean, when we were growing up in DuPage, Dan, you and I, when we were growing up. Our parents were paying the national average in property taxes. We had great schools, good services. We still have great schools, good services, um, except now we're paying double. And so you can look at your tax bill, and you can see a record of failure by the established order in Illinois. You have a chance to elect reformers, either new reformers who are going to go down there and, and, and fix things, as you work hard to fix things, folks like me who came in in 20, 2015 who have been working at that, You've got that choice. You, you can put those folks in place to try to turn this thing around, or you can give up. And you can go in for Madigan, for his, uh, his chosen candidates, and you will see no change. 
Uh, if you've got us in there, you've got a fighting chance at property tax relief. You've got a fighting chance of keeping your income tax from skyrocketing to levels that uh, just would be outrageous, you know, five or ten years ago. Uh, that's that's your choice. Do you want to, to put people in who are going to be able to fight for this future, the future of this state, or are we going to give up? And and at this point, I, mean, I don't know how anyone can can take the choice of giving up, uh, your home value dropping again, being unable to really uh, get traction uh, for yourself and your family in this state. Uh, that that cannot be our future. Yeah, as long as you're here, you might as well put in the fight, huh? Right. Uh, what's, what's the worst Look, that can happen? You may surprise yourself. Yeah. Can, can I, you know, Dan, one, one quick thing. My, my family history, uh, we moved here from Tennessee in 1986. My dad was transferred. It was a terrible time. We, we lived in Nashville. We worked for DuPont. Uh, terrible time. He couldn't find another job. He desperately tried to in Tennessee. Uh, we couldn't even sell our house. DuPont had to buy it from us, <laughs> which they were willing to do back then when they transferred you. We came to Illinois and uh, and have enjoyed wonderful, wonderful uh, living and everything, education, all of that. But over these past 30 years, the Tennessee General Assembly took pro-growth, good economic policy. The, the Illinois General Assembly has taken negative economic policy. And so Tennessee turned around a state that was known as pretty corrupt and backward, and now that's the place folks are moving. Yeah, if we, the right. Illinois General Assembly, but I mean, we can do the same thing. We've got, and it's, it's a long path, but we can do the same thing and turn ourselves around and be, again, the greatest state in the country, uh, which is within our power. He is Republican Peter Breen, state representative from the Lombard, uh, Glen Ellen area. You heard he's at the College Avenue train station in Wheaton right now. He's Not also the House Republican floor leader on the ballot on Tuesday in DuPage. Peter Breen, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. And he joined us on our turnkey.pro answer line. If you're talking about it, Dan and Amy are talking about it. It's Chicago's Morning Answer on AM560, The Answer.